Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Sip. I am your host, Connor Bland, and this week we are going to be giving you guys some holiday travel tips because I'm sure, like most of you, including myself, you are getting ready to head somewhere for the holidays and uh, you might need a few tips from some experienced travelers like ourselves. So we hope that you guys will stay tuned and join us. Welcome, uh, OG3, for yet another incredible episode of The Sip. Uh, I have Lydia and Jeff here, in case you don't know who the OG3 are. Hello. And uh, we are into, full on, into the season of, of the holidays, and travel is a big part of that for a lot of us. I know for my family in particular, we always travel for either Thanksgiving or Christmas, and this year it's Christmas. So, uh, from a few people who have done some international travel as well as a lot of local travel, I thought it would be cool for us to give some tips as far as it goes with holiday travel when it gets to be really crazy in the airport or on the roads or wherever. So I thought it would be great if we started out with the most experienced traveler <laughs> of all of us, which would be Mr. Jeff Mosel, everybody. All right. Hey, uh, so I don't care if you're holiday traveling or just traveling, but here's a tip that will save you if you haven't figured this out already. In your carry-on, whatever you carry on to the airplane with you, uh, always pack some kind of clothes change okay, and something to eat uh, for two reasons. One is... Of course, you never know for sure that your bags are going to make it with you to wherever you're going. Uh, there's a story about one of my mom's but I have, to, I have to tell this really short story. Go for it. Okay. So my mom and dad traveled a lot when they were, you know, they were missionaries. So they did their travel thing. And my, my mom would always pack their clothes together, you know, okay. like, you know, so they'd take like two or three suitcases or whatever with, you know, back then you could take almost as much as you wanted. But anyway, and she'd always mix up all the clothes. And my dad just hated it. You know, I was like, why? Why are your clothes in my suitcase? You know, those kind of things. So finally, one trip, he finally gets her to just pack her clothes in her suitcase, his clothes in his suitcase. They were coming to Guatemala to see us. <laughs> and they, <laughs> and my mom's suitcase was never, ever found. Oh, never no. got there. Oh, so no. she got there with, with her clothes on her back. That was it. And my dad's suitcase made it, but because they didn't mix pack, they had, there was no, my mom had no clothes, which was fine. She went shopping and had a great time, but (laughs) okay. So, but just have something, you know, a little bit of a, some kind of a change and, and then some food because you never know when there's going to be a mechanical or some kind of thing where you're just sitting on the tarmac and they don't let you get off the airplane. And, you know, sometimes they serve some food, but sometimes they don't. So it's always good to have a little something to eat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are two, two little things. And then my last thing, I'll, I'm sure talk more, but (laughs) one of my last things is there's a phrase, uh, you know, time to spare, go by air. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a, a real thing. But my, 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 my advice is you've got to, to a, to as much as possible and to the extent possible for you, you have to release that arrival time mm. because 
the one, as soon as you lock that in and in your mind, we have to get there at this time, something's going to happen and, you know, stress is going to go just ballistic and yep. you just have to let that go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my tips that, uh, that I have come from the experience of having a little toddler and uh, now doing a few trips with her, but we're getting ready to do uh, one again on Christmas Day, actually, which I guess is a tip in and of itself. I mean, everybody, I feel like, knows that now, but that it's supposed to be at least, and I've never actually traveled on a holiday, so we'll see what happens, but it's supposed to be less busy yeah, on yeah. Christmas so Day, and of course, the flights are cheaper, so if you are okay with celebrating that night or that morning and doing a later flight like we're doing... That's always a good idea as well if you're flying. Uh, a big thing with toddlers that I have come to realize is that you have to shut out the looks and the angry stares that you get from everybody on a plane whenever they realize that they're sitting next to you with a toddler. Because that was the hardest thing for us when we, and Riley, my daughter is a really great traveler, but. There was one flight when we were coming back from Seattle, or no, from San Diego, actually. And we ended up, for some reason, we got put on another flight that went through Oakland and then back to Denver, which was awful in and of itself. So there was that. And then it was too windy as we were coming over the Rockies for us to land in Denver. So we ended up getting pushed over to... Uh, <laughs> to Cheyenne, Wyoming. So we had to like divert up there, land and refuel and stuff, which of course they say takes 15 minutes. It doesn't. <laughs> um, and there are many things that you can do to entertain your child. One that we did was reading her the safety guide over <laughs> and over again because she was like, Ooh, people with no faces. So she. We we broke that out, did that. There's Sky Mall magazine, and you can tear that That's up right. because nobody reads them anyway. So I always read them. Oh, all right, never mind. So, uh, but I'm so sorry if you get one with a page ripped out. It might be from Riley. Um, so those uh, that's it's definitely keeping your your sanity by not allowing other people to get to you whenever. Uh, especially whenever you sit down first and your child's doing great and they still give you that angry look like, why did you choose to sit next to me? But it's also a benefit because if the flight isn't completely full, I can almost guarantee you that <laughs> nobody gonna is going to want to sit in that middle seat because Kirsten and I picked the, the aisle and, and window. And because every time we fly with her family, her mom gets the priority boarding thing so that we can get our, our seats. With Southwest, at least. And you still get open. on first because you have a kid. Well, it's in between A and B group. So she gets us to where we're in the A group instead of in between the A and B group. So that's that's family boarding, good, at least for... Good companies like United let the kids go in first. That's yeah, exa I, exactly. <laughs> that I is haven't true. been on any flights where they don't let the families go in first. No. Well, children are two. I think it's probably yeah. because Southwest is just, open it, seating, right? And yeah. so, and you can't sit in an emergency row with with a kid. So, but and I mean, usually when you're in between A and B, there's at least the back half of the plane that's still got you know full full open rows. So that's that's uh, some of my advice. I mean, of course, the snack stuff. It's great because now that we have a toddler, we always have food in right. in a bag. Right. And, oh, but make sure when you go through the TSA. 
that you take that food out of your yes. carry-on because uh-huh. if you don't, they right. are going to want to find it. Yep. And and so that's what we do. We have a couple of gallon-sized Ziplocs that we put like the applesauce pouches and milk and all Cheerios. that. You can. I actually thought there was there was a flight that we came back from where we had a whole bottle of milk in there, and I thought they were going to make me throw it away. And it was funny because I was the one tasked with the the diaper bag, and Kirsten was taking care of Riley, so. They're over getting like shoes and, and belts back on and stuff. And I'm there at the line and they're like, whose bag is this? I'm like, it's mine. And she pulls out the bottle and she's like, who's this for? And I'm like, for my child. And she's like, what child? And I was like, oh gosh. And I had to look all around the, the, the benches after security. And I, oh, over there. And she was like, can I, can you call them over here? And can I? I so I had to call them over and be like, yes, this is my daughter. This is my wife. This is her ID. Like, here's her birth certificate. And they were like, <laughs> okay. And so it is kind of a pain in the butt, but that's because I didn't take it out uh, when I was supposed to. So those are a couple of uh, of good travel tips. Of course, being there early when you have a toddler or whenever. I, we have traveled uh with our toddler not thinking we had a toddler before and it was sprinting through the airport so always <laughs> always we give ourselves like an hour i'm fine with waiting yeah, at the terminal time. for like an hour because i'm i would just rather not have the undue stress and so yeah and depending on are, how old your child is tablet yeah. tablet is helpful mm-hmm. uh which we didn't have of course no. when we were, were yeah. little but we have a little but, game that's uh that it has all these balloons pop up and they oh, can yeah. pop them yeah. and, yeah. and it'll do that for way too be. long yeah but i mean and it depends on how you feel about screen time and stuff like that right. but when you're traveling and, screen and, time and, is and the yeah and and the, the trip's going to be significantly long of some yeah. you know some length yeah, that tablet is a lifesaver both for parents and for maybe people sitting around them mm-hmm. if you're in an airplane. Oh, there was one other thing. Sorry that I wanted to mention because this is what my brother and my sister-in-law. Sorry, Lydia, no time for you. Sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> there will be. I'm sorry. There was one one thing that was actually really great for. So my niece, she's just about to turn two, um, and there was a um, there was a little game that they made for her that was brilliant, I thought, because they took plastic straws and they cut them up into little pieces and then had a dried out empty like water bottle. And so they could store them all in there and then they dump them out on the tray table and then she just puts them back in. And that was something that entertained yeah. Savannah without screen time for, for hours. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah, I think that does depend on the child because I know a yeah. lot of kids who go. Okay, great. You just dumped out straws. Like, yeah, cool. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Stick in eye. <laughs> right, right. Or chew on it. Yeah. yeah. Throw it at the person in front of me. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think one of my travel tips, I don't like to check luggage if I don't have to. Yeah. Um, I usually fly super cheapy flights, but also, like, I've been to Thailand with just a backpack before, and I love knowing that what happened to your mom will never happen to me. Everything is with me. <laughs> yep. um, but if you can't do that, which doesn't always happen, especially during the holidays, because you're transporting bigger clothes, usually, because mm-hmm. it's winter, mm-hmm. or presents, so you yeah. have to have more yep. room, um, always keep a toothbrush with you. Uh, yes. With, just because you never know how long you'll be in an airport, and one of the only ways to feel clean without actually showering, washing your face doing everything is to brush your teeth 
And so... Yeah, cool. That is true. And you never know when you're going to meet that Mr. Right, Mrs. Right. you got to have Unless you're breath. married. Right. <laughs> if you're, you're married, then, you know. In which case, just, you should you know, brush your teeth yeah, for them exactly, anyway. Exactly, exactly. Because, you know, how much you love them and everything. Yeah, and I think um, we haven't done a lot of holiday travel flying-wise. I've done tons of Christmassy road trips um, to Iowa because that's where my mom's family is. Tons of those. And, the, I mean, road trips, I'm so... We've done them so much that they're like second nature to me. It doesn't bother me. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who can't be in a car for two hours or three hours. They're like, oh, this is too much. And that's like three hours. It's nothing. No. Um, you don't even start it yet. Yeah. No. And car rides are much easier than flights because you can get out and if you need to eat and stretch your legs, you can do that. Mm-hmm. But my, I think. Some things that we had down that were super pro, like once we got to pro level, granted all of us kids were older, but we, my parents would leave at like three in the morning. So most of us would still be asleep for hours. Um, so they get a good chunk of driving in for hours and hours. And then when we'd wake up, my mom always made cinnamon rolls nice. <laughs> the night before. And so we would have cinnamon rolls when we woke up. So we didn't have to stop for breakfast. And then we would stop at rest stops and gas stations, but she would also pack a lot of snacks, so, so we would hardly ever stop for lunch. Like right, right. Sandwich stuff. And snacky stuff, usually you don't want to sit and eat a full meal in a car. Mm-hmm. So, like, snacks are perfect. So, yeah, we would maybe only stop for gas, like, near the end of it. We'd never, like, stop to stretch or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, there's something about, usually dads are the ones that get into that. You know, you, you sit in your car seat, and all of a sudden that timetable. Yep. We're going to be here by then, here by then, here by then. We're going to arrive by that time. Yeah. Yep. You know, and if I go five minute, five miles an hour faster, we're going to cut off 35 seconds. Yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you I know. am that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the way oh, we yeah. Speeding ticket so, worth it if you're a 10 over <laughs> no, and you get there no, no, two no. hours less. Speeding <laughs> ticket is never worth it. <laughs> Because <laughs> you guys sit by the side of the road for that time. You waste that time and yeah, money. Maybe so, 10, 15 minutes. And, and money. you just say, yes, officer, I'm <laughs> yeah, speeding. Yeah, please yeah, please give me the ticket. I gotta go, yes. gotta go. Because they now have the print thing, so they're just saying right there, and they type it. I'm like, thank you, officer. And then take off. <laughs> I think another thing, like, we didn't have tablets. We had, we would use my mom's laptop for movies. <laughs> yep. But we had have to wait until the sun went down because you couldn't see it because it was right, too right, clear right, right, right. during the day. Uh, and so we would watch one movie maybe near the end and we listened to focus has, uh, radio dramas, right, right. which are, and that's why I think I love podcasts and everything is like just listening to audio is such a passive way to like let time pass. Mm-hmm. You don't have to focus on the fact like, Oh, it's been five minutes, but it feels like two hours. Like, yeah. Especially so you, going through Kansas. Well, in Nebraska. In Nebraska. <laughs> so yeah, it's not a pretty trip to Iowa. Yeah. Especially during the winter. But yeah. those were always like the things. Even still, like and podcasts on a plane are perfect. It makes it go by a lot quicker and Yeah. 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 And now yeah. the uh I mean, at least with Southwest too, and I think United does this as well, or a, a bunch of them do, where it's free to as long as you have their app downloaded, right. you right. can yeah. you yeah. can watch movies or whatever on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those are yeah. good pastimes. One one last thought on car rides because we did that a lot too i mean i grew up missionary parents we traveled all over the united states and everything Mm -hmm. but when my wife and i when we were trying to get places we and we had kids little kids we would the timing of the whole thing was you know we actually thought through what how is this going to work best Mm -hmm. so we would leave like two in the afternoon that Mm -hmm. was kind of our Mm -hmm. goal 
leave two in the afternoon so we could go. And this is if you're going to go like 19 hours or yeah. something. Yeah. So the two in the afternoon and we go like, you know, until five or six. It's as long as the kids could kind of handle it. Because usually mm-hmm. at the beginning, you're kind of in a better, better mood, you know. Yeah. And so then we stop for dinner. We'd all get out and we'd go to some, you know, McDonald's or whatever. And then, and then we'd get back in the car and, and we'd drive and, you know, by, you know, you're driving, you're not really doing a whole lot. A couple hours, two to three hours later, the kids would fall asleep. Mm. And then we would just book it, you know, through the night with us switching back and forth driving. Usually we'd read a book or Mm. listen to a book on tape. Uh, Back in the old days, you just read. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) I mean. pulled out your Walkman. Yeah, but now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now you can actually listen to it. If you don't get car sick, though. That's lucky that you get Well, that's true. That's true. But now it's easier because you can listen to it on, you know, a CD or whatever. Uh, Or a podcast or whatever. We'd do something to occupy our time. And then we'd, you know kind of take it the kids would kind of wake up we'd go for as long as we could and we'd do a breakfast thing mm. okay and then by the time we'd finished breakfast and got back on the road you know if you're going 19 hours you're pretty close you're within yeah. two or three hours and then you can kind of say hey hey we're almost there yeah, and, yeah. You, you know so final yeah so we could go from colorado to seattle or colorado to la or you know yeah. some significant drives That's... without feeling like we're the kids only experiencing like two to three hours yeah. sitting there at a time. It's impressive that, <coughs> well, one, that you drive through the night, because I think driving through the night. I did that last month when I went to Iowa, but to, if there's only two drivers, that's hard. It and is the, hard, yeah. To to drive... Lots of sunflower seeds. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Someday entertain you and <laughs> yeah. keep you awake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the fact that you didn't stop. Normally, our family would, like, stop overnight. Depending on yeah. my mom doesn't do well on low sleep either, which yeah. I think is a big indicator of like. Well, now I need eight hours of sleep. We again. stop all the time. <laughs> my my <laughs> mom never even stopping. my mom never even drove on road trips. It was always my dad the whole way, but yeah, we would start tough. at three or four in the morning, and so you you know get to Kansas and the sun's coming up, and you're like, oh wow, the horizon, and <laughs> you know forever, so, right? Yeah, you could see your dog run away for two weeks before it hits the horizon. <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry for all those, uh, of you who are from Kansas or like Kansas. Um, I just have grown up with mountains, so it's been hard. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's, uh, our episode for today. We hope that you guys will, uh, enjoy this, maybe even take us on a road trip or a, or a flight as you're, uh, we have, as this one comes out, we'll have 55 episodes, which is more than enough time for any of your long travel trips. Uh, with each of these being, well, the first season was about an hour each, which whew, that's that's a lot to listen to us. So, but uh, <laughs> we we hope that you guys will uh, let us know too as you are uh, thinking about this and thinking about your you know travel tips. Maybe you have more experience than even any of us, and you have something else that we didn't mention. Please leave that in the comments below. We would love to see that uh, and. We also want to mention, of course, 31 Days for the Kingdom, Jeff Bozel's book uh, that you can get on Amazon. Uh, there is a Kindle version now that's only $2. You can also get the paper book, which is a little, uh, I, I think, a little bit better to get the, the paperback because you'll be able to take notes and write down in the book and, and things like that. There are also great little gifts for people who are either considering missions or praying for the missionaries that they support. So... Check that out on Amazon. It's called 31 Days for the Kingdom by Jeff Bozel. And 
yeah, we, we hope that you guys will join us in January as we consider doing that, uh, not consider, we will be going through 31 Days for the Kingdom as a team here at Prepare for Impact. And we hope that uh, we'll start up a, uh, a Facebook group where you guys can give us your thoughts on each day during the month of January as we're all praying over missions for 2020. So as always, we thank you guys for listening. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Prepare for Impact. Or you can email us at mobilization at oci.org. But for now, have a great uh, week for the holiday season here as you're, as you're getting ready to start hosting people and seeing family and making memories. And uh, we will see you guys on Friday for another episode of Prepare for Impact. Bye. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas.